Welcome to It's All About the Questions, where learning to ask the right questions can help you achieve lifelong success. Now, here to help you ask all the right questions is award-winning author, international speaker, and business strategist, Laura Stewart. Good morning, afternoon, and evening, everyone, and welcome back to the show. I'm excited to be here with you all this week, and uh, thank you again, continuing to thank you for all the lovely notes and reach outs everybody has done after hearing about my mom passing a few weeks ago. Um, She loved being here and listening, and I know that she's here in the studio with me today as well. So it's, um, you know, she'll always be with me, and you, my listeners, um, have helped me get through this time right now. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And I have um, a really interesting guest today who who reached out to me because he had heard about the show. And I love it because he's created something really old school. And he and I have chatted prior to the show. And I just, I really like what he's all about and the work that he's doing. He's created something called the Self Journal, a powerful yet simple daily planner to help you optimize your day, tackle your goals, and be happier. Um, Alan Brower is the co-founder of Best Self Co., a company that helps people achieve their goals and become the best version of themselves through, I love this, productivity, performance, and positivity. And, you know, it's it's really kind of different because he has this passion to help others achieve their vision, but he does it in a way that is so different from what so many other people are doing. Um, I love paper. He loves paper. So um, please welcome Alan Brower to the show, everyone. Alan, welcome. Welcome. Thank you so much, Laura. That was great. Um, you know, it, it's it's exciting to have paper. I mean, I've always been this paper geek. Um, I was that kid that before school started was all, all excited. My mom would take me to um, Corvettes, to, which is none of these stores are around anymore, and we'd buy all the school supplies. And I still, to this day, love going into Staples and getting supplies. It's just a thing. I think I've had every kind of journal ever created, Daytimers, Franklin, all of them that were out there. What led you to create a new kind of um, journal planner? What led me to create this? Um, Well, it started out of necessity, really. I was running two companies simultaneously. I was extremely thin on, on my bandwidth of, of what I could accomplish in 24 hours. And I knew that I needed to focus on the most productive things in the day in order to move both businesses simultaneously. And I started researching ways to be, improve performance, ways to improve productivity, um, how to structure a day, what are some of the habits of successful people. Um, I, I hired coaches and mentors and went to seminars, and everything that I learned, I started to implement. And a majority of what I learned and a majority of what I implemented came down to a few key things. And I was able to distill those in the form of a day planner. You said there were so, a few key things. I mean, you've had how many businesses now? Uh, five. 
that's very impressive. Most people barely can get through one, and you've had yeah. you've had you know ups and downs and stuff like that. What made you realize there were these four key things? Well, uh, it goes back to daily planning, uh, or excuse me, like daily action and taking action on things because you could learn a new tool, a new resource, read a book, but if you don't take action on what you just learned, it, it, it's meaningless, and then you're right back to where you started. So how I found these four key things was taking action every day and trying, and trying to figure out what worked and what didn't. And uh, these things include being grateful every day writing down what you're grateful for, thinking about what you're grateful for, uh, writing down your goal every day and letting it marinate in your subconscious, making sure that you're intentional with your time and you're not squandering the time that we have, um, reflecting each, each evening to see, you know, what, what went well today, what didn't go so well. How can I improve that? How can I continue working on things that did go well? And by doing this um, in a systematic and, and sort of, you know, trial and error way, I was able to figure out that these things worked, and they helped me feel better about what I was doing. They helped me accomplish more in the day. And I just found more fulfillment by the time the night ended. And then by the time the week ended, and then by the time the, the month ended, and then sooner or later, I was like, oh, wow, you know, the past three months have been pretty incredible. <laughs> but you wouldn't have necessarily noticed that if you weren't writing these things down so that you can look back over it and build off of it. That's what I'm hearing you say. Yes, absolutely. You know, that's something that the last six months of of my life with my mom I've noticed I got stuck in I didn't even know what I had done for the day other than okay I spent some time with mom and then I started writing down different things and I realized how much time I actually did get to spend with mom and how much it meant to me and and how much we did together so that, that act of writing down impregnates it into your cells Mm-hmm. And, you know, I love my computer. I'm a geek. I owned a tech company. <laughs> you know, I speak at tech conferences. I'm the total geek out. Yet there's something about paper and pen. What do you it's, say? It's true. What do you say to somebody who's like, no, that doesn't mean anything. All I want is my, my phone and my computer. How do you get somebody to think about writing? So I, I'm right there with you. I, I, I run an online company. Everyone in my, on my team is 100% virtual, mean, meaning they work from their home offices or a Starbucks. Uh, we rely very heavily on technology in order to run our day-to-day lives. But going back to the inter... You said um, uh, that thoughts uh, were able to impregnate... impregnate Nate, yourself, it's more of a reflection. And when you put pen or pencil to paper, there's something about that connection that really helps you stop, become present in the moment, 
and think about what it is that you want to accomplish in the day, what you will want for your future self, your future life, your family, your friends, um, and also to stop and really take the time to instill that into your subconscious. Whereas, I mean, we're... We're habit. We're creatures of habit and, and multitasking. We could drive and text uh, at the same time while eating a burger. I mean, it's in most places it's illegal, but we do it. And if you're do, if you're doing that and you're trying to be uh, present and conscious and really feel your goals and really feel what it means to be grateful and to be intentional with your time and your planning. If you're trying to drive and text and eat and, and try to multitask in a digital way, it, it, it sort of loses everything. I mean, we have the saying that our phone is a productivity app graveyard where <laughs> you'll, down, you'll download an app, you'll do it for a week, it'll send you reminders and ping you and do this and that, and then you have to fill in forms and, and – <laughs> By the end of the week, you're on to the next one, or you've already forgotten about that that app that you just downloaded. I- I'm it, laughing it, because no, my phone's like that. <laughs> I know, and, and you're you're not the only one. I I've been there. I I'm there sometimes. So many people are, and you know, it, there's something of, about the tangible aspect of having something laid flat on your desk, always staring you in the face, that you physically have to pick up a tool to write your goal in each and every day. There's something to that. There's something magical that you can't really put into words or formulate or, or have justification based on, you know, oh, this is better than that. It's just, it's just different. Yeah, I agree with you so much. And, you know, I I was laughing out loud because I was just looking the other day. I'm like, all right, I I need something to help me just organize my thoughts and and meditate and and just calm myself with all the emotions going on lately. And I looked at my phone. I already had like five or ten apps on like that that I don't use because they weren't quite the right thing for me. So then I don't use anything. (laughs) It's true. I, I just the other day, you'll like you'll go to the app store and you'll be like, okay, productivity app or just like note taking app or fill in the blank app, whatever it is. And then the app store will show you all this, all the different search results. And instead of download or get or or this and that, it's open. Oh, I already have all these. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's so weird. Yeah, it's like oh. I, I open? Oh, okay. Or it has the little download again icon, and it's like, oh, I tried <laughs> yes. this one once before. <laughs> yep. So it becomes a pick something and stick with it and and try it. And uh, we're going to be going into our first commercial break, but we're here with Alan Brower, founder of the self-journal Best Self Co. Um, it's a powerful yet simple daily planner to help you optimize your day, tackle your goals, and be happier But we're going to be talking when we come back with Alan about, um, you know, a 13-week goal-setting framework. And he's going to give us some tips and and tricks on um, how we can be our best selves. And and I do love this journal. It's uh, just, I just love touching it. We'll be right back with more from Alan Brower. Alan, inside your um, self-journal, you've got this great quote, progress has little to do with speed 
but much to do with direction, author unknown. Um, I, I love that quote because it really just makes you think. It's, it makes you stop, and you've got quotes peppered throughout your, your journal. Why the quotes that you put in there, what is it about that whole idea of progress and excellence that you put in there? The whole idea between progress and excellence means you may be making progress and you may be taking action each and every day. Um, but if you're taking action in the wrong direction and realize, hey, I, this isn't really what I want, <clears throat> um, it's useless. So that's why planning is so important as far as setting goals and making sure that uh, your goals are something that you want to achieve and then work a little bit day in and day out to achieve those goals. And I, I think sometimes we get stuck in, in a mindset where we don't, uh, we, we just take everything as it is, as it is and as it comes and we, we aren't very intentional with what it is that we truly want in our own lives. And we'll find that we start helping people build their goals and their dreams and make them successful, whatever that means. Um, and we sacrifice a lot on what it is that we truly want. That's interesting. And I'm getting a little feedback from, from your phone. So I don't know if you moved from where you were in the first segment or not, just heads up on that one. Um, okay. You said that we often try to help other people and forget about ourselves. So how do you, what piece of advice would you give to somebody who is, you know, they're like, okay, I just have to give and give and give and help everybody else. And then stuff will just come to me. Um, I would say that that's false stuff doesn't just come to you, um, you need to make things happen. Uh, you need to take responsibility and 100% action for, or 100% responsibility for your outcomes and actions. And I think what, what you'll find is, like, you don't need to just be 100% selfish. That's not what we're saying. We're saying make a plan. If you want to achieve something, whether it's lose 20 pounds, make more money, start that business, whatever it may be, put a plan in place and, and don't make it so daunting where it consumes all of your time and all of your energy and you start just purging everyone and, and being this hermit who just stays inside all the time and all you're doing is working towards that one goal. It's being intentional with that time and knowing that, okay, I do have the goal of losing 20 pounds. doesn't mean I need to do this crazy one month juice cleanse and purge everything in my kitchen and throw out all my food and, and go to the gym three times a day. That's not what we're recommending. And I don't recommend that. <laughs> um, I, it's, it's, you know, just starting where you are and just getting a little bit better each and every day. And maybe it's walking for two miles or three miles. And then maybe that transitions into a slow jog. And then that transitions into a run. And now, after a run, now maybe you can do a 5K or maybe a 10K. Uh, and then it's just getting progressively better based on where you're at now. 
So it's not it's not like giving and giving and giving until you have nothing left to give, and then all of a sudden everything's going to come to you. It's giving, yeah. You help other people if other people are in your life, which if if you're on planet Earth, they are. Um, <laughs> help them out. Help your boss. Help your coworkers. Help your family. Help your friends. But also know that you need to put a little bit of time in for yourself, a half hour a day, one hour a day, 10 minutes to read a book on something that you want to learn. You know, you could find little nuggets of time throughout your week to help you achieve what it is that you want to achieve. In your your journal, the first um, approximately 27 pages are just explaining how to use the journal. I think close to 10 pages are just focused on the 13-week goal-setting framework. So when I, when I look at that and I look at the principles in your book, this 13-week goal-setting framework is obviously something that you spent a lot of time creating and felt it was so important you dedicated almost half of the opening to it. Why 13 weeks? Why is this so critical to creating that intention to success? You're right. It's based around a 13-week goal-setting system. And the reason why we choose a 13-week roadmap, that's what we call it, um, and a lot of those pages, 27 pages probably sounds a little overwhelming for a, uh, for a day planner or a journal just to, as instructions. There, there's examples and other resources, and we tell a little bit of story about why this is meaningful to make it not as overwhelming. Um, but why we choose 13 weeks is extremely important. We've all set New Year's resolutions. Uh, I am pretty sure we've all failed at New Year's resolutions. And the reason is, is because one year is way too far out for us to procrastinate. And then six months passes by, we either, one, forgot about what our New Year's resolution was, or two, um, we just don't care anymore. And what we find is that when we set a three-month or a 13-week goal, so now it's, you get four of these quote-unquote resolutions in the year. What we find is that three months is it's enough to actually make progress on. You'd be surprised how much you can accomplish in, in a three-month time frame. But it's also close enough where the finish line is always in sight. So you don't have the room to procrastinate. Because it's always, the finish line's always staring you in the face. So that, that's why the 13-week roadmap is so important, because it does give you the push to actually make progress. And it's also um, close enough where you don't procrastinate and uh, and you can actually do something meaningful in, in three months' time. I like the whole concept of the finish line always being in sight, because sometimes you have a goal that's so big, you know, big, hairy, audacious goal, and it could mm -hmm. be something that might take years, but you're recommending putting it into smaller bites for a year, 
or bites a year that you can track and, and see. And that's it's a great reminder for everybody. I mean, you've had five businesses. Um, sure, were all of them highly successful? No, absolutely not. Um, uh, two of them were complete failures. One was did all right. One I sold, and the other one is what I'm working in today. <laughs> so, um, but here's the thing: I was able to learn from those those businesses that didn't work or uh, were, you know, pretty good but didn't take off like this one, um, and learn from either my mistakes or learn from the wins that I found um, while doing those, and then slowly transition to here. I love and, it. I love it. And we're going to go into the national news. We're here with Alan Brower, founder of Best Self Co., the self-journal. And um, I'm looking forward, Alan, after the, the national news break to getting into some nitty gritties on some steps that my listeners can actually begin taking today um, to get their goals situated. We'll be right yeah, back well, with more from Alan Brower. Welcome back, all my listeners on iHeartRadio, listening to us live on the air on broadcast radio. If you're listening on the podcast, uh, you know, this was instantaneous since I cut out the national news. Alan, before the, the news break, we were talking about, you know, always having the f- finish line in sight. That's what your 13-week framework goal setting um, is, is all about. What's something that my listeners can start doing now is there something you can walk them through to help them get started yeah absolutely so one thing that you can do today is take out a sheet of paper write down one goal that you would love to hit in the next three months and what, what I like to do is I like to err to the side of, you know, a little bit scary. Like, oh, can I really do that in three months? Because you, you'll be surprised. If you put it down and then you start taking action towards it, <laughs> you'd be surprised what you can achieve in three months. So be a little bit, you know, bold in your goal. Be a little bit uh, audacious um, and write it down. Then what we do is we just make sure that it's it, – it's specific. It's a smart goal. So is it specific? Is it measurable? Uh, um, how do I know if I'm going to get there? Can I track this over time? And just make sure that you know. It can't be something like make more money or lose weight. Be detailed as possible. Save $20,000 in three months. Lose 40 pounds. Uh, be extremely uh, focused with what it is that you're trying to hit. And then what you do is you just break it down. Okay, if, I'm, if I need to lose you know, 40 pounds in the next three months, 13 weeks, what would that look like? What would my milestones be? A very easy way to do that would be to set a milestone at the end of month one and at the end of month two. If you're trying to save a certain dollar amount, what would your milestones be at the end of month one and at the end of month two? to know if you're on track or not. And then from there, you break that down into very small bite-sized chunks. And that would be what you would have to take action on day in and day out in order to hit those milestones. And then when you get to those milestones, you use that time to reflect, 
and adjust. If you're, you know if you're on track, great, keep doing what I'm doing. If I'm off track or if I'm off track, okay, what do I need to do? Do I need to save more? Do I need to work out more? Do I need to adjust my diet? Um, what needs to happen in order for me to, uh, to progress or get closer to this goal <clears throat> if I'm not on target? And the key here is to not do these marathon sprints to, to try to achieve this goal. This isn't about staying up all night and pulling, going all weekend long without sleep or food to, to hit this goal. Because you, what you're going to do if you try to do that, you're just going to get burnt out. And that's no good for yourself. Uh, you, what you'll find is that you'll get 98 or 95% there and then fail, and then it's hard to, to pick back up momentum. So what, we want to, what you guys want to do is just make sure that you're taking daily consistent action. And if it's 20 minutes, great, make it 20 minutes. If it's an hour, great, just make it an hour and do it the same time each and every day. And by the time a couple days pass and a couple weeks pass, it will now be a habit. And now you don't even think about it, and it's so easy because it's so ingrained into your, uh, in, into your daily routine that hitting that big audacious goal that you just set is actually pretty easy. Because you're, you're chunking it. But for a number of my listeners, I know this is something that they struggle with. I, I've seen my, my private clients struggle with this as well, is setting realistic yet stretchable milestones. So can you expand on how somebody can set a realistic yet stretch milestone for their goal? Because that burnout that you talked about, I mean, I know you talked about it a little bit, but can you expand on that some more? Because I know it's something people really struggle with. Yeah, the best way that I can describe where you want to put this goal is if you stick your arm in the air and raise it as high as you can, and then... I say, okay, raise it as high as you can. And then you stretch like a little bit further. That's where the goal should be. <laughs> so um, we, we always err to the side of, you know, comfort normally um, because it keeps us safe. Uh, you know, we're, we're conserving our energy, our resources. But in reality, we have tons more that we can produce on a daily basis than what, what our mind is telling us that we can do. So where you're going to put this goal without, you know, not hitting it and then feeling bad about yourself is you just need to look backwards. So, okay, where, where do I know I'm good at? If I'm good at saving, you know, uh, this much money a month, great. What is a stretch that I think I can reasonably hit but would also be amazing if I do. Because what you want to happen is you don't want it so low where it's like, oh, yeah, I could do that. Like, let me just put that down. Then there's no juice behind it. So if it's like, oh, I can lose 20 pounds in, in 13 weeks, yeah, you could probably, probably do that with the right diet and workout routine. But what would be like – pie in the sky, oh, if I did that, that would, you know, keep me pushing forward. You know, if, I'm, if I just get a little bit closer and work just a tiny bit harder, 
not killing myself, but just put in a little bit more effort, I could get there. That's the area that you want to, to keep your goal. A lot of people come in, they either shoot too low or too high. And it's, if I was standing in front of you, I would say, stick your, raise your hand as high as you can. And you probably stand with two, fours or two feet flat on the floor, and you'd reach your hand up. Then I would say, is that as high as you could reach it? And you go, no, I could stand on my tippy toes and then like arch my back a little bit so I could stretch a little bit further. That's where I want you to put it. So that's, that's one way to think about where am I going to set this goal without be, making it too easy where, you know, I don't really care about it and without making it too high or too big where when I don't hit it, I feel bad for myself. That's such a great visual and it's also very tactful because as you were describing it, I was picturing myself doing that. And then I was picturing myself with one hand on a wall on tiptoes, reaching my other hand up a little bit more. And then it was like, oh, okay, well, if I'm doing that, then I'm off balance, right? So it sounds like push, making sure that you can do that extra stretch, but not be so off balance that you have to grab on to something that might not be there to to help you reach it. So using your analogy of 20 pounds in 13 weeks, um, some of us may go, well, I can do 30. Well, maybe it's 25 is really where we should be that first set of 13 weeks. Totally. Because that 30 would be I have to put my hand out and grab onto something as I'm trying to reach it. But the 25 is, okay, tippy toes, stretching up, arch my back. It's a stretch, but you can do it. You know you can do yeah. it. Okay. All right. That was and you're, and you're, not, you're not hurting yourself. You're not grabbing onto something that may, may not be there. It's not a resource that you're dependent upon. It's all on you, uh, and you know how to get there. So, yeah, I love that analogy of putting your hand on the wall, trying to get as high as you could go, but eh, even that's a, a little too high. <laughs> Yeah, because you start, the fear kicks in, whereas the stretch, it's like almost a little, yeah, I can, I can, I can, I can do this versus, oh my God, I'm going to fall. You want that. Yep, I can exactly. do this. I can do this. Oh, yes, I did it. Great. Okay. Got it. That's great. I love that whole idea. Um, now on your, your Twitter feed and, and on your, all the stuff that you're doing, you mentioned that you just recently won the Shopify Build a Business um, contest. Yes. Uh, so Shopify is an e-commerce platform. It's where we, it's, it's the technology that we use to run our business, and it's to help sell products online. They host a competition that's called the Shopify Build a Business Competition and the Shopify Build a Bigger Business Competition. And everybody on their platform that already had an existing business that wanted to register this past year registered. And what Shopify does is they track your progress over, I think it's eight months. And whoever has the highest grossing, uh, the fastest gro growing, and um, a couple other indicators uh, that they monitor um, over that, that time frame, they analyzed the results, and yes, Best Self Co. was one of those companies that won the Shopify Build a Bigger Business competition. That was a stretch goal for you, right? 
that so, oh, yeah. so you put this into 13 week goal settings and said now how are we going to win that contest how are we going to grow to do that correct absolutely so yep so uh it's it's extremely hilarious and i find it you know it, i find it almost baffling but we sell the tool that we actually use ourselves in order to grow and win these goals and we're our own best case study so i I find that funny but yes we 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 said okay if this is the goal that we want to hit we know that they're going to monitor our growth from point a to point b um and track it over time well what do we have to do in order to you know in in order to get there now we're operating in a vacuum so all we can do is base our our results off of ourselves but if we know where we are, we know, okay, how do we grow as quickly as possible? What do we need to do in order to hit there? Do we need to launch new products? Do we need to acquire new customers? Do we need to sell uh, new products to our existing customers? Um, or is it, a, is it you know, a, a bunch of these different options? So we knew that on a daily basis, okay, how, how are we growing? How are we doing? We're tracking our metrics each and every day. Are we going up? Are we going down? What's working? What's not? So on and so forth. I love that you're that used your own products to help you do this. I would, I don't know if you're doing this, but I think it would be really cool if you um, released your pages so that people can see what you actually wrote and, and stuff up there. And we're going to talk about that when we come back after our uh, last commercial break. Alan, so um, you were just talking about how you won the Shopify Build a Bigger Business Contest. You um, got some one-to-one mentoring with Tony Robbins on his private resort in Fiji. Um, beyond the, the journal, you've created a whole community to help people do their goals. It, I, I don't know if you've been posting your own self-journal pages. I have not been up there in a while, but... Um, I'm going to guess that that community is to help people refine and get the support that they may not have. Absolutely. Yes. So the community is called the best self Alliance and anyone who purchases a journal or who downloads the PDF off of our site gets access to this community, which is now the size of a small city. We have over like 20,000 people in this group and what they do is they just support each other in their goals and what's working and what's not, how everything's working for them. Um, maybe they've fallen off of their goal. Maybe they want to, they got halfway to their goal and they said, you know what, this isn't for me. Guys, what happens when this happens to you and, and this goal no longer serves you? And it's the community that comes in and supports them and, and gives ideas and tips and advice and, and uh, accountability sometimes. Accountability is pretty key, especially if you're an entrepreneur starting out on your own and, and you're in this vacuum, except maybe your family who doesn't understand what it is you're trying to do. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Accountability is the big one. Yeah. And I, I, kinda, I get the impression with, your, with the journal, the self-journal, that doing it each day and writing your goal in there every day and your gratitudes and and those, all those different pieces with the milestone and what you've accomplished in some way is holding you accountable to yourself. Because if you're like me, 
and you haven't put anything in in a couple of days, you kind of start being, oh my God, I didn't do that. You know, so it, it makes you think back. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. Uh, it's, it's definitely holding yourself accountable to what it is that you've agreed to accomplish today in order to hit your goals that you have set for yourself. In it, you, at the very beginning, when somebody's writing down their goal, um, the why is very important for me. My book, I talk about it a lot with my clients. I love this. You said, this end result goal is very important for me to achieve because. Why did you put that at the very beginning? Mm. Um, you know, that's a, that's a great question. And it, that is the reason why we're working so hard or we want to achieve something. You don't want to lose 20 pounds just to lose 20 pounds. You want to lose 20 pounds so you, you feel better, so you look better in the mirror, so you can actually spend time with your grandkids or uh, you know something related to outside of just the losing 20 pounds. You want to start that business because, you know, it's been a burning passion in you. And when you're able to start your business, you feel the most alive you ever felt. Uh, and when you're working on your passion, uh, you inspire others to, to live a life that they'd be proud to live. And it, it, that has so much more juice than just, you know, start my own business. Or maybe it's like save, save X amount of dollars. Well, cool, that's great, more money in the bank, but what does that really get you? Does that mean that, oh, now I can retire you know, five years early? Now I can re- retire 10 years early? Maybe I could take my family on that vacation that I've been promising them for the past seven years but still haven't done it. Like, What is the real meaning behind it? Because when things get tough, which they will, when you fall down, which you will, when roadblocks stand in their way, which they will, uh, the why is going to help you get around, get over, get through, pick yourself back up, and keep marching towards that goal. Not the intrinsic, you know, number that it that's there. I love that understanding the the reason behind it. That's what keeps you going. So, a uh, couple of uh, listeners they've asked how they can get in touch with you, how they can get copies of the self journal. Plus you have other things as well. You have these wonderful wall charts that help people track things. So it's very big and visual. How do people reach out to you? Yeah. Uh, if you want to reach out to me, you can find me at alanbrower.com or just find me on Facebook. It's probably the easiest way. Um, if you want to uh, find out more about the company and the products, the tools, the, the content, the courses that we have, uh, that's at bestself.co. And that's bestself.co, everybody. Correct. And, and um, you, so they can buy the products there. They can also get them on Amazon and stuff too, but I, I recommend that everybody go to bestself.co because um, you have so many resources up there as well. And yeah, we have tons of resources. If, you're, if you know nothing about goal setting, we have something for you. If you're a lifelong goal setter, we have something for you. Um, it, I mean, we, we actually give, our, give away our journal for free in the form of a PDF download. So if this interests you, go to our site, download it, print it out, start using it, see what you think of it. 
doesn't cost you anything. I love that you give it away in a PDF form. I personally like the physical. <laughs> you know, it, it's such a tactile journal <laughs> um, that you can personalize and do some stuff with, and the pen is, is lovely. Um, but you're you're enabling somebody that maybe is in the worst place in their life right now and doesn't know how to start. What would you say to that person who's really going through a tough time? What would I say to that person? Being someone who's experienced tough times in their life, um, I would just tell my past self and anybody experiencing a tough time right now is this is happening for a reason and it only gets better from here and use this as a learning curve or something to learn and reflect from and and don't worry because it's only a, a tiny blip on this long road that we're traveling called life. I know myself, I'm going through a really tough time right now and I've only done a couple of shows since mom passed and when I knew your show was coming up, what I heard was my mother's voice go, you need to f look at what's next. And I really think that the work that you're doing, Alan, with the self-journal and enabling people to download the free PDF of the journal can help somebody who is feeling overwhelmed by emotions, by, by fear, by whatever it may be, in my case, loss, maybe see the next step. It doesn't have to be the full thing, just the next step. So I want to thank yeah. you for creating something like that. You're welcome. And, and maybe it's a testament to, uh, to my mom, who I lost. Um, and I was working the corporate world and climbing the corporate ladder. And, you know, I, I lost connection with my family because I was focused on my career. And then when I lost my mom, I sort of had this epiphany like, well, life is too short. Life is too fragile. And I was sacrificing so much over here on, on this, uh, you know, corporate ladder climbing that I was missing out on this, this whole world of connection and relationships um, between my family and friends. And that sort of spawned me to go the entrepreneurial route. And now I create a, a now I have a business that helps people achieve their goals and build amazing connections with people like you, Laura. Well, thank you. And, and I love that you put in here reflection on each evening as to what happened for the day, because that anchors us, anchors us back. Mm -hmm. So a last thought you'd like to share? We have just a few seconds left. Last thought. Don't be scared of your own goals. Don't be scared of your own dreams. If you want to achieve something big in life, you have every right and opportunity to. I love that. That's absolutely beautiful. So thank you, Alan, for being here um, with me today. And listeners, remember, go to bestself.co. That's bestself.co to download your, your free PDF. And I encourage you to get the actual book because it's just very tactile and it's great to have. And uh, most of all, remember, everybody, the right questions truly can change your life. Hug someone you love today. Have a great day, everyone. See you next week.
You've been listening to It's All About the Questions, starring Laura Stewart. Connect with Laura at itsallaboutthequestions.com and download a free workbook that will help you ask better questions starting today.